Soulja Boy memes got me going crazy. This is hilarious. It's time to get busy at this motherfucker. Like we always do about this time. What's up, everybody? On today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast, we talk about Tiger being the biggest comeback king of 2018. Tiger! 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 Nah, man, you know we're going to talk about Soulja Boy. Tell him. Young Draco in his crazy week. Oh, man, we have a fun one's gotta stay. We talk about some disrespect uh, amongst today's youth and president. <laughs> we talk about some of the biggest comebacks of all time. A uh, little bit about movie trailers, voicemails, and more. Today's foolish episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. <laughs> Man, who fucking, who fucking is this? Hey, that pattern is cooking. Damn, I look through the door. I see like three, four niggas running through the crib. All black, masks on, running through the crib. One nigga run to the front door. I hop out, I start shooting. Bow, 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 bow. Shot the nigga. Bow, shot his ass. Bow, 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 bow. All the niggas run out the door, they run out the door. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm Jared. I am Jay. And we are back and at it again. Jay, what is up, man? How was your week? <coughs> oh, man. Week was cool. Week was good. Uh, just work. Work, mostly. Nothing else. Um, heck, that's probably all I can really say. Yep. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I didn't yeah. do anything but work. I'm just glad that we got a three day weekend. Uh, mm. You know, it's it's I get to relax. But it's 20 degrees here. It's beautiful and sunny outside, but it's like 20, 30 degrees here in Texas, which okay. is kind of sad. And when it is like 60, 70 degrees, it's like all muggy and cloudy. Looks like it's gonna rain. Uh, so Mother Nature doesn't actually know what to do. Yeah. Right about now, so yeah, yeah, interesting. Uh, interesting. You know. How yeah. was yours? Oh, How was you? It was, it was crazy. Oh, by the way, episode one fifteen. I didn't say that. C N E Kinsey, I guess. Anyway, so yeah, uh, my week uh, was interesting. The last time I talked to you uh, was last Sunday, uh, just you know, several hours before I went to uh, the mall over here with my kids to go get my wife an anniversary gift. A happy anniversary again to my wife. Yes, happy and, anniversary. Um, yeah, man, uh, on the other side of the mall from where we were, at the same time we got there, there was a shooting. Um, so that was interesting. Uh, oddly enough, though, um, uh, oddly enough, when we got there, uh, you know, walked in, you know, we were just a couple doors down from the store that we were going to, and then the fire alarm started going off, and no one was running, nobody was screaming, there was no mass panic, everybody was just walking and looking around like, oh, it's a false alarm. Maybe somebody accidentally pulled the thing. And that's actually what I thought. You know, I, I uh, and I told my son because he was like, Dad, what's up with this alarm? And I was like, man, you know, somebody probably accidentally pulled it. You know, you, mm-hmm. nobody's like freaking out. Nobody's screaming. I don't see smoke or smell smoke. So, you know, maybe it's just not maybe it's just an accident thing. So as we started walking, as we were getting, you know, into the store, 
uh, one of the one of the ladies at Victoria's Secret um, was like, "Hey, uh, uh, we need to evacuate the store." So then, of course, we turned around. This whole time, my kids were like, "Dad, I think we need to go," and I was like, uh, "Nobody's freaking out." And so my son Jackson, which you heard a couple episodes ago, like screaming, playing Fortnite, it's like, "Dad, I'm gonna run! I just gotta run!" It's <laughs> like I was like, "Chill, man, just don't run." So yeah. we turned around. You know, everybody calmly walked out, um, got back to our car, and and I know that when hap- you know, when they when they uh, when a fire alarm goes off, especially in a public place like that, um, the fire department has to come check it out, and then you know, give the all clear before they can reopen anything. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be at this mall, you know, waiting a long time. So we just went to the next nearest mall to our house and uh, picked up the stuff we needed. So got home, um, you know, watched the first football game. Uh, uh, that Sunday and then after the games breaking news shooting at local mall that was the mall that we were at it happened uh, in a like in a Dillard's uh, entry or Dillard's Dillard's entrance or whatever you know by us Uh, and yeah thankfully you know thank God we were on the opposite side of the mall or at least on the opposite side of Dillard's uh, you know in the mall away from where that happened uh, but apparently it happened like pretty much simultaneously with us, you know, walking in the door on the opposite side. We just didn't, you know, where we were, we just didn't hear it. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, and so I guess somebody grabbed the fire alarm. Other thing is, you know, it's a gang related shooting. Um, I don't think okay. anybody died. I think there's two victims. Um, you know, one got shot in the leg. Gang related. Yeah, one guy shot in the leg, the other guy shot in the back. Yeah, Utah gang, right? Exactly. That don't make no sense. Oh man. But it is what it is, man. Uh, they caught they caught the two people who did it. I think that night too. Um, so wow. as far as we know, it's over. But who knows? But yeah, man. But it's a. I mean, it's a nice mall. It's not in the hood. You know what I'm saying? It's, well, the hood, the Utah hood, which is not really a hood. Um, but no, it's not in like a bad neighborhood, so to speak. It's in a really, you know. A normal area you know what i'm saying so uh, it was sort of surprising for that to happen but you know overall you know thank god that we we're safe you know thank god that it was not an active shooter you know mall shutdown situation mm-hmm. yeah um, uh you know thankfully you know everybody was calm at least around me as that was happening even though i know i've seen the videos where there's people running and screaming and crying and but uh, yeah, thankfully, you know, for our family, we were good. Uh, and it's funny because I sent my wife a text after that, and I said, "Hey, we're home safe from the mall." Uh, and she's like, "Well, obviously, she didn't know we we're going to the mall. Me and my kids." Yeah. She's like, "From the mall? What's wrong?" I was, I was like, "The shooting at the mall." It's like I ain't seen anything about no shooting. And she was like, I, got, "I told her like, look at the news," and then she saw it later. So, yeah, but. All good, but hey, man, that's the beginning of the week. It was sort of silly. Rest of the week was just okay, man. You know, just a lot of work and stuff. So, you know, a lot of work and stuff, and 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 just you know the normal foolishness that happens every day. You know, every day, every week, especially yeah. on the Breakfast Club. So you sent me, you sent me a link about something that happened on the Breakfast Club this week. So why don't you go ahead and get it? Man, with the biggest comeback of 2019 for sure. Mm. Uh, the homie, Big Draco, aka Young Draco, aka Soldier Boy, tell him 
went up on the breakfast club and he just had a memorable moment <laughs> for 2019 for all the fans and everybody wow wow um <laughs> i don't even much know where to start with this dude but yeah uh where can i start man the man talked about everything from people stealing his style to to him making millions mm-hmm. of dollars off a console mm-hmm. him uh just i don't know just shooting people you tell us about the story of him shooting people you coming out with a movie that's coming out in april man so man the man's gonna have the biggest comeback in 20 2019 so 2018 hey i don't know if i agree with you there but uh 2019 uh most definitely biggest comeback Biggest, biggest comeback, comeback. Of twenty. Yeah, man, I I uh, <laughs> I saw it. I saw that interview too. Um, it was just you know it's just hilarious watching Soldier Boy. You know, um, mm-hmm. talk about this stuff. Uh, uh, you know, talk about how Drake stole his flow. You know, he he, he basically told Drake, or he basically taught Drake how to rap. That's what he said. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, giving people names, which some of it, I guess there is, uh, I can't remember who it was. Uh, he said that he gave him his name, but it's true. It's factual. But then, you know, talking, I don't know. They said Tiger had like the biggest comeback of 2018, which still I'm trying to figure out how, uh, you know, the Charlemagne and them said that. Um, but no, you know, Soldier Boy was like, Tiger, 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 Tiger. <laughs> And then, of course, man, it's just, uh, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just a bunch of, you know, hilarious stuff going on. I do have to say, um, I do have to say, it's, it's sort of funny because, you know, obviously they talked, they, they talked about Soldier Boy, Soldier's gaming console, all this other stuff. Um. (laughs) And, uh, you know, how, how whack it was. And, you know, it's, it's funny sometimes listening to Charlemagne because he always has this, like, if you, if you, if you listen to Charlemagne's voice sometime, um, when he's interviewing people, especially when it's stuff that's like questionable, he has this look on his face, like, like, uh, like, you know, like what you talk about, nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, I don't believe you. So it's funny because he has questions like that, um. And yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's just funny to me. Um, but yeah, Soldier Boy said that, and or I guess you know they got into that, and uh, and, uh, and you know, it just like this long, long rabbit hole. It was a hilarious interview, uh, and then the the one with everyday struggle was even. Better. Oh yeah, where he. Where he uh, that one was so good. Where he was like uh, uh, arguing back and forth with DJ Academics, and then he apologized to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was about to. Uh, he was going. He was just going in on academics, man. He that was like a completely different level of disrespect. Big Drake, it's like man, you. F- he's like you fat, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. He just started calling him every name in the book. <laughs> I know, and it's funny. It's funny how academics. It's funny how academics during the whole interview was like, like through all the stuff that Soldier was saying about him, all the, 
all the name calling and stuff. He was just sort of calm, just mm-hmm. calmly, continually asking questions, follow up question, follow up question. It's funny. Um, but then it's like, you know, they're, they're like, uh, you know, how much, how, how much did you sell? And then, I don't know, he showed him a receipt on his phone of like, you know, was it $250,000 or a million dollars? I can't remember. Uh, it was like two hundred thirty some thousand or yeah. something like that. And academics like seven orders for $230,000. And what what one thing I did see though, man, uh, I don't know what what's the girl's name, what's the lady's name on Everyday Struggle? Do you know? Uh, Nadeska. Okay. Nadeska. She, yeah. She had sort of a sort of a silly question for him. She was like, you know, yeah. Why do you have all these businesses? Like, what are you doing? And and you know, Soldier Boy was like, why? <laughs> He's like, because you know, I woke up, you know. I used to wake up, you know, with no lights on. I used to wake up with no food. I lived in the hood. You know, I saw people killed, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go back to that life. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to make a billion dollars and never have to go back to that life. Um, right. And, you know, so it was, when she was asking the que- the question, she was like, you know, you're trying to do too much. And I'm like, you know what, man? I thought that was a silly question. For myself. Yeah. Yeah. I can't knock Soldier Boy's hustle. You know, he's out here, he's actually trying. You know, he's not out here just saying he's trying. He's actually doing something. You know, whereas a lot of people mm-hmm. aren't. So hey man, you know, don't don't knock that man's hustle. Hey, um, it's it's interesting because everybody's dogging Soldier Boy for putting out a lackluster gaming console and a PSP looking thing and uh, you know, his soldier watch, his soldier earbuds, movie, etc. But but yet and still all you fools is doing the same Bad mouth and the soldier boy is the same people who go to Walmart, buy buy the knockoff stuff, go to Target, buy the yep. knockoff stuff, sure. go to Ross and TJ Maxx and Marshalls and yep. buy all those yep. random electronics they have, have sitting on the side in the clearance bin. Mm-hmm. That's you. And you know where that came from? Yeah. China. Just like all this random exactly. stuff that soldier boy is selling. I'm going to tell you <laughs> what, man. It's funny. Where I work, um, the, the job I have right now, I get, you know, probably 10 emails a, a week from different random vendors and companies in China trying to sell headphones, power banks, golf range finders, you know, iPads, phones, you name it. And it's like you buy 5,000, you know, 5,000 units for like $500. And all you had to do is slap your own label on it. You know your own logo on it. You can start reselling it on Amazon or eBay or wherever you want. You know, and essentially that's what Soldier Boy is doing. Like he got a gaming console, which is probably just like a Raspberry Pi, you know, uh, uh, base system. Threw a bunch of ROMs on there as an emulator, and uh, and you know he's just trying to resell it. So it's you know it's one of those things. Also, if you walk in the mall, right? If you walk in the mall. They have these little right. things you could buy. All it is is a video game controller yeah, with the plug into your TV. Yeah. They actually yep. they actually have these with the Pac-Man face on it in Target, in Walmart, on the shelves. You plug it into yep. your TV. And they play Mario. Yeah, yeah. So it's <coughs> essentially it the TV, same thing. It has 100 games, yeah. And it's like $20 or, or $100 or $50, yeah. whatever it is. So, man, don't tell me. Don't tell me y'all have never seen this. Don't tell me it's whack. Yeah. Those exactly. people been doing this for years. Soldier Boy's just latest. He's just polarizing, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. But then we started thinking. You know, Kayla. I know Kayla, our cousin. 
last week posed the question to us, you know, who is the king of R&B to us? You know, we, that, that'd probably be a good, you know, long show that we want to talk about, but we was thinking about this because, you know, obviously we said they, uh, you know, the Breakfast Club mentioned that Tiger had the biggest comeback. Soulja Boy was like, no, I had the biggest comeback. So we were thinking about mm-hmm. who had a big comeback? I mean, it's not the biggest comeback of all time. You know, it's just somebody that we just thinking that we're just thinking of off the top of our head or some musicians, rappers, whoever, actors, whoever, who had big comebacks in their time, maybe saved their careers, you know, and it could be good mm-hmm. comeback, bad comeback, whatever it is. So, Jay, how about Ooh. you name somebody or a couple people that you thought of? All right. So two people that since you just said that, that I think had a big comeback actor I'm gonna have to say Robert Downey Jr. Ooh, that's he a had one. a big comeback you know from all the crazy drugs and, that and you great. know uh, controversy he'd been in in like the 80s and 90s and stuff then mm-hmm. he was gone for a while and bam he backed Tony Stark that's, that's making great. more money and, and everything yep. next comeback as sad as this may be that I'm about to mention this person he had a huge, a huge comeback last year, especially mm-hmm. towards the end of it. Mr. Robert Kelly, Ooh. R. Kelly, big comeback. Uh, it's not the, step, it's not the step, most, uh, <laughs> it's not the best comeback if you want to know, if you want to say that. Uh, but it got people talking about him. Sales spiked up. Poop, poop. He got a. Uh, <laughs> You got a what? A docu series all about him. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, man, R. Kelly. R. Kelly had a big comeback Oof. last year. That's probably the true. biggest if you wanna you wanna talk about it. But, yeah, yeah, definitely. Wow, I didn't think about that, man. Uh, that's that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Uh, you know, it's so funny because you know, like 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 we said about. I don't know, like, I think we've said this before, like, a lot of people our age, you know, been bumping R. Kelly for years, since they were in middle school and high school, elementary school, you know, for all those people whose parents let them play 12, play in elementary school, (laughs) like, like, and there's still a lot of people this day who still love him, you know what I'm saying, they still, you know, stepping in the name of love, you know what I'm saying, even though there's people who say that that song is canceled at all weddings, all black weddings, guess what? They're still going to be playing at a black wedding, regardless. You know? It's still going to yeah, happen. True. Um, Here's a question for you, okay. and it just popped in my head. Yeah, go for it. Is it, is it suspect to to listen to R. Kelly around a bunch of guys? Dog! <laughs> you know what? I was thinking about that the other day. Because let me tell you something, man. I, I don't... Yes and no, right? So... <laughs> So back when I was uh, back when I was in college, I remember we went up to UNT. Uh-huh. Uh, I went with a bunch of alphas uh, up to UNT. Uh, shout out to my homeboy John, um, Mr. Savage, uh, down there uh, at DFW. We went with a bunch of alphas uh, up to UNT, uh, North Texas, to uh, like an alpha party, an alpha and AKA mm-hmm. party, something like that. And yeah, um, and you know it was like I don't know it was probably like five or six of us in, you know, homeboy's car as we're riding. So we're on our way back to school, you know, it's super late at night. It's like two in the morning, three in the morning, something like that. And, 
the dude who's driving was like, hey, man, uh, you know, it's that time of night where we got to put on some chill music, you know? So we just, let's just put on some chill music and, and, uh, and uh, you know, so we could just relax after that crazy night we just had. So I was like, all right, bet. So what does he put on? 12 play. <laughs> I, I was, was like, just about to ask about that. <laughs> And I was oh, like, man. in my mind, I was like, what? But then in my mind, I, you know, but I was sitting there and all of a sudden that song comes on and all of us in unison, all of us in unison, good and bad voices. I hear you calling and here I come, baby, oh, to man. save you. And then all of us was uh, like, oh, oh. <laughs> so, really? Wow. Yeah. All right. It was hilarious, man. We didn't get through the whole CD uh, on the way back home, and this was CD days. We didn't get we didn't get through the whole CD um, by the time we got back to university. But it was hilarious because in my mind, I was like, "Man, I'm around a bunch of dudes. We just finished like freaking like all these girls, and now we're on our way back home, empty-handed, playing 12 play." <laughs> That's okay. Well, well, I don't feel so bad. Now. <laughs> okay. But then again, uh, though, yeah. it was sort All of right. weird, you know? But it was cool, yeah. though, man. It was cool. So, I don't know. But that was back then. Nowadays, uh-huh. playing R. Kelly a bunch of, around a bunch of dudes, I don't know. I'm older now. I'm, uh, you know, in a different situation. And if I was, like, hanging out with, like, my work homeboys, who I know, like, mu- you know, like, good music, uh-huh. if I turn on 12 play, they would look at me like I'm crazy. Wow. Or most R. Kelly well, song, or or we yeah. would just laugh, or we just laugh while singing the Chocolate Factory, you know, saying I want to <laughs> pee on you and poop on you. I'm gonna tell you what though, Leron, I'm sorry, Jay, <laughs> my bad. I revealed your. Is it all good? I revealed your real middle name, which is also secret my identity. Your secret ID. Anyway, no, I'm gonna say this, man. Um, I can still play and sing the Chocolate Factory CD right now. I, it's hilarious. I love it. Especially after Dave Chappelle did the skit, man. It makes it even mm-hmm. better. You know, R. Kelly gonna go down in history with some great music and, you know, it, of the time, even though he's doing all the shady stuff in the, in the background. <laughs> so That's funny because we were in a car. This was like a while ago before the the R. Kelly docuseries came out and the radio mm-hmm. was still kind of playing them. Mm-hmm. But, uh... The ignition remix came Ooh. on in the car, man. <laughs> and it, and for some reason, I guess my kids heard doo-doo and pee-pee, <laughs> <laughs> and they never seen the Dave Chappelle skit before. Oh, but that's they started singing in the car. <laughs> oh boy, that's funny. All right. Yeah, uh, like I was saying, man, I can remember back 1993. I think that's when 12 Play came out, mm-hmm. and I'm over uh, one of my, me and my best friend, we we're over at his older cousin's apartment, mm-hmm. and of course there's like other guys there too, and we we're all playing dominoes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, I'm gonna put on this new CD I just got, 12 Play, and I could just see him vibing along to it and I was just thinking I'm like listening to the lyrics I'm like isn't this for a girl because I'm just 13 years old at the time I I mean I really wasn't like 
having girls over, you know. Yeah, at that time. At yeah, the time, you, you know, at my at my own place trying to seduce them, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just thought that was just like a very weird, weird moment. But Man. yours is a lot, a lot better. Well, uh, yours is a lot more. Uh, yeah. Slightly entertaining. I'm gonna say though, though. Slightly entertaining. I'm gonna say though, man, like. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I got I gotta say that's that that's pretty hilarious. But then again, you know, back in the day, like you wouldn't it was it wasn't such a bad thing to play like R and B music, like good R and B music around your friends, you know what I'm saying? Around males. But twelve play, twelve play But twelve play though. But twelve play. That was the one where as soon as you heard it, you were like, nah, I'm never I need to turn this off. I need to turn on some rap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need to turn on something else. Mm. Yeah, nah. Mm, mm, mm. That is wow. That that's hilarious. That's hilarious that he did that. Oh man, wow. That's that's great. So let me think. Um, okay, so as far as as far as king or queen of the comeback, one guy I think I think he probably saved his career. Um, maybe saved his career for a moment and then, you know, sort of blew up in a different way. Um, was that? Oh, I didn't say that. Oh, my bad. You probably hear my crazy kids in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, blew up in a different way was uh, Dr. Dre with The Chronic 2001. Because before yeah. that, you know, because he had that song on there, you, we all forgot about Dre, right? I mean, he brought Eminem out, uh, you know, when Eminem was popping, or I guess, you know, he's the one who discovered yeah. him or whatever you want to call it. You know, at this point, we know there's more history there, but, but you know, he came back with that, and we had really actually forgot about Dre. He, like, reprised the chronic, um, you know, name uh, for that album, and it was a dope album. Uh, it was really good. A lot of good music on that album. And really, next thing you know, Beats by Dre. So he he you know he he turned he flipped that a few year a few years later into you know one when of the when did that uh, start when beats, beats by, by Dre? Dre when did that start um, yeah let's see here uh, uh, when let's find out was beats by Dre created or founded here we go come on Google mm, beats by Dre. 2014? No, it was before 2014. No. Yeah. 2008, 2008, 2008. So, seven years later, you know, he came out with Beats by Dre. But, you know, before that, you know, he was still making beats for people. He was still, you know, doing all this other stuff. So, I don't know what it is, but, you know, he sort of, he sort of, you know, flipped that, uh, that, uh, Flip that comeback yeah. uh, into more um, production. And he's a billionaire. Into producing. So. Yeah, into more producing, into more, uh, you know, artist discovery, uh, you know, and eventually, you know, into some headphones. And yeah, he's a billionaire because of, uh, you know, because of Beats by Dre. And I mean, obviously it started before The Chronic because he was making money before that. But I really think that, um, you know, that, that The Chronic 2001 was one of those things that, that helped catapult him there. And it's crazy because Beats by Dre, right? Beat Electronics, uh, mm-hmm. uh, at some point was bought by Apple. And you know, when Apple buys something and they get behind a product, yeah. it's not going away for a while. 
So yeah, they they bought it right. a few years after after it launched. Um, so yeah, man, um, you know, Dr. Dre. So Dr. Dre on the music side, there's there's obviously many more. Um, you know, uh, uh, you know, Soldier Boy, notwithstanding. Uh, but but um, on the acting Young side, Draco. you know who had a big comeback on the acting side? Betty White. Yeah. Betty White. Betty White, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Golden Girls we never heard of. Yeah, for a while. I was gonna say she's the only one you ever seen since the Golden Girl. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, 1980s, you know, early whatever, early 90s, whatever. The Golden Girls. Then she sort of disappeared. Right. And next thing you know, when did she come back? Like it was like it Ugh. said. That, it said that she hosted Saturday Night Live. It said she hosted Saturday Night Live in 2010. But then, mm-hmm. you know, ever since then, I mean, she's been like still visible. She's still somebody that people talk about, like there's rap songs about her, you know what I'm saying? Like, like she's out there, you know? Yeah. And then I know that you said that you saw, or I guess I know you like posted on some, some, uh, some picture that somebody, uh, had posted of a younger baby. Yeah, that was whatever, whatever man, uh, whatever man fought. Yeah. Betty got them cakes back in the day, so yeah. And I thought that was Betty White, but after more research, I, I found out that was Betty Brosmer. Oh, you know, well. so that wasn't Betty White, but still, whoever that was, she had some cakes. Betty Brosmer had some cakes. Well, either way, I bet Betty White had them cakes too. Yeah, back in the day, well before anybody knew who Betty. she was. Anyway, yeah. So Betty, Betty White, Betty. Betty White, she is, she is the one of the. You know, big like big comebacks. You know what I'm saying? Because you know we we forgot about her and she came back. I don't know. What do you guys think? What do what do the people out there think? Uh, in the world, in society, in 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 listener land, what do y'all think about who had some big comebacks? Um, I don't know. We'd like to hear. We'd like to hear about it. Um, so this week we did a one's got to go uh, as we continue with the Soldier Boy theme. Um, or one's got to stay Thursday. My bad. It's been a minute since we did that, so we finally had to drop one back on y'all. One's got to stay Boom. Thursday, and we did the Soldier Boy movie, the Soldier Game mm-hmm. Console, the Soldier Watch, or Soldier Boy himself. Which one do you want to keep? And the rest will disappear for history. So, do you have those comments queued up? Yep. 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 Yeah. All right. So I'm just Jackie says Soldier Boy gotta stay. The interview was everything to me. Uh, Sir John Lee says Soldier Boy gotta stay. J. Del Negro says Soldier Boy is the father to our styles. He's the Alpha and the Omega, and I am forever grateful. <laughs> Podcast brother says Soldier Boy gotta stay. Wulong Talk says Soldier Boy watch. At least it has some useful function. A broke watch is right at least the once. Wait, a broke watch is right at least once a day. Oh, that's so true. That's hilarious. <laughs> Random ramblings with Rob says none. Z- uh, Zits day. Okay. Or right. exits day. I don't know, man. I don't know. Whichever one, they all can go. Dope Science Show says Soldier Boy. Two AM podcast says Soldier Boy. Whatever man pie says, Drake. <laughs> Fade key says, Tiger? 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 <laughs> yeah. So, wow. we already know which one's going to stay. And it'll be Young Draco, Big Draco, Soulja Boy, man. Uh, DeAndre Cortez Way, 
is his full name, his government name. DeAndre. So, DeAndre. so that's how he got his name, Drake. Which, which is Co. Drake Co. Is that what you was about to say? That's what I was about to say. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, I texted you, uh, what was that last night before last night when I was listening to uh, Brilliant Idiots podcast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to it. I did not. I didn't get to you see it. Man, you, you got to check it out. They, they something else, man. Uh, they went into this whole thing with his name and everything surrounding him and they compared it to the second coming of Christ. Man. Oh my God, it was funny. <laughs> obviously they they obviously they, they weren't, you know, being super they weren't being yeah. serious, but the way they made it sound, it was hilarious serious yeah. at the same time. That's funny. Up but laugh. Nah, I had to I had to check that out. Man, I don't know man. It's it's just funny. It's just funny. Soja Boy, you know Thankfully, he's there for us because he gives us, you know, that occasional bit of laughter that we're just missing uh, in society. Mm-hmm. And yes, he's right. We were laughing at him. We were not laughing with him. Uh, you know, he mentioned everybody was laughing at me. And it's funny. You know what, man? Okay. Have you ever heard a kid that's just like complaining and sort of like cry complaining at the same time? It's like, he's laughing at me. You talk bad about me. Why you do that? Yep. Like that's what he was sounding like, but like not as whiny. It was just like it's just like I don't know, like ah, it's just it's just funny listening to him talk like that. You guys slept on me. Y'all all talk bad about me. I'm the only one out here doing this. I'm the only one out here doing that. You know, Drake stole my stole my sound. I taught Drake how to rap. You know, I'm the reason that you got this job, academics. I'm the reason for all the complex. I'm the first rapper. Yeah. I'm first rapper on on YouTube. Which I don't know if he was the first rapper on YouTube, but he might have been the first well, one he, to he, use the social he media. He utilized, right? yeah, he utilized YouTube for his come up. So mm-hmm. that's a big, uh, that's a big thing. I, I can't yeah. deny that. So maybe he should be calling YouTube and asking YouTube for some money. You know what I'm saying? Get that YouTube money. Yeah. You know. Possibly. Maybe he need to come out like Monique and be like, you know. Soldiers, my, my soldier brethren out there, my Drakeites, my young Drakeites. I don't know what he would call them. Dr- Draconians. Draconians. What planet is that? <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, it sounds like something from Star Trek or something like that. <laughs> planet Draco. Like, what I need you today to do is I need you guys to get your Dracos and show up for me on YouTube. Don't forget. Don't forget the 30 round clip. 30 round clip. So it go clock, clock, clock. Pow, pow, pow. Tell YouTube that they owe me some money for blowing them up and making them big. I don't know, man. I don't know. <clears throat> I just, I don't know, man. I, I'm just, I'm happy we have Soldier Boy. I could, I could not kick Soldier Boy to the curb. If I have all four of those options, I kick all the rest of the curb. Keep Soldier Boy because he's entertaining. And he's actually out here trying to hustle, trying to make it happen. Mm-hmm. One way or the other, we say what we want to say. You know, he, he's out here trying to make it happen. He could have, you know, uh, uh, he could have places like Amazon and eBay and all these other, or I guess not Amazon, eBay, but, you know, they, he could have some random small-time mom-and-pop knockoff shops buying his consoles, buying all of his stuff and reselling it 
uh, you know, for whatever price. And hey, he'd be out here making money, man. That's how people make money. It's funny. Yeah. There's a lot of people out here who are rich, you know, millionaires, billionaires. A lot of people who started in a retail situation started just like that. You know, Gucci wasn't That's Gucci right. like in a day. You know what I'm saying? Um, it had to start somewhere. And speaking of Gucci, that headband, dog. I'm going to need that dingy headband Bro. he was wearing. Bro, he wore that to every single interview he did. That was a dingy headband. It makes me think he got like a big like scar on behind that big headband and he trying to cover it up. I don't know. <laughs> who would you uh, <clears throat> Who would you keep between those four? I keep Soldier Boy. Definitely Soldier Boy. You. No doubt about it. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm going to tell you, man, um, it's funny. My son is 10 years old, and he's even heard of Soldier Boy. Uh, I've never played mm-hmm. any Soldier Boy's music for him, but, you know, he got friends, and there's YouTube out there, and there's all this other stuff. So he's even heard of Soldier Boy, and he was like, he was like, he's like, what makes him so good? Only thing he's ever done was the Superman. <laughs> I'm like, son, you, you don't even know. Just, just wait. You'll find out about the Draco one day. He he fathered a whole generation. Yeah, exactly. Fathered a yeah. whole generation. Facts. Wow. Thanks for the reminder, JDL. Facts. Anyway, all right, cool. Well, um, all this being said, please, guys, uh, you know, leave us your comments. Give us a voicemail of where, uh, you know, what you think, uh, you know, which I guess, you know, which of these versions of Soldier uh, you would keep. Um, in the meantime, Jay, why don't you tell the people where they can leave a voicemail, and I'm going to queue up our voicemail or two that we have this week. I leave us a voicemail, 3853-BLAKPC, 3853252572. Give us a call. Let us know who had the biggest comeback 2018, 2019, or whenever throughout the history of comebacks. Let us know. What you think? What you think? All right, here we go. So we got one voicemail this week in three, two. Hey y'all, it is Mr. Steve '99, and I'm feeling a whole lot better. I guess to say I'm at 80 percent. Um, I'm reading. I'm on Twitter. Y'all see it? Have you ever been so close to quitting your job? You can taste it. Yes, I can. Yes, I could. That the job that I was at a couple of years, like 20 years. Oh, I remember when I was gonna quit and. Oh, beautiful. I started shredding all my words and taking all my pictures home and throwing away everything. And, and uh, yeah, it was great. It just made my day. Oh, they tried to walk me out, and the manager said, No, we're not going to walk her out because she put a two week notice in. And so I had already scheduled some time away. So I had to work. But it was all good, though. So, yeah, been there. Okay, it was great. I'll tell y'all how I kept cutting the lady plants off of this in another story. <laughs> okay, then. That's fine. <laughs> she she tell us how she kept doing what? Cut cutting some ladies' plants off a desk. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Wow. So yeah. That's funny. So uh, yeah, somebody posted this week. Uh, you know, yeah, that was me. Yeah. That right. was me. Uh, yeah, exactly. man. I, you know, and it's happened like a couple, couple of times. You dig? Uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, you just work at a place, and you, sometimes you just get sick of procedures, sick of the life at the place, sick of the whole 
quote unquote culture that they're trying to, I guess, cultivate mm-hmm. that you just get sick of. And then a lot of times it's just like, I don't like my job. I can't stand my job. Thankful yeah. I have a job, but a lot of times I can't stand my job and I just want to like, hey, just walk out and say, throw up the deuces, you know? Deuces. Yeah, I just want to throw up the deuces. So, yeah. Um, so I just had to ask that question, man. Yeah. I just had to because I was like, I was like fed up. So, yeah, it makes sense, though, man. Fed it, up. it definitely makes sense. Um, you know, everybody's been in that situation. Everybody has been in that same situation. And and it, it makes sense. You know, you're not the only one. I'll say that one. Uh, I remember back, uh, you know, back after watching Half-Baked. You know, and Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. walking out the, you know, Dave Chappelle, um, uh, you know, his character walking out of uh, his job. And like, as soon as he walked out the door, he put up his hands and say, it's free. Like, I used to do that all the time after walking around, walking out of a couple of different places I used to work at. And like, mm-hmm. I literally felt super happy that I was going and walking out the door. Um, oh, bro. Man, I'm telling you. But yeah, yeah. Uh, there have been a couple jobs where I felt like that, where I was, you know, really close to, and there was, there was, uh, you know, one in particular, yeah, where I was just like, I was like, I'm out, you know, gave them two weeks. I don't even think I, I don't even think I lived through the, you know, through the full two weeks. I think I bounced before the two week was over. Right, um, right. Yeah, so, I don't know, man, but I know, I know, you know, people in a frustrating situation, you know, like you say, you know, you're not about that life, that culture that they're trying to promote. You know, it's one of those things you start to feel the walls closing in, and and it's that time, man. Um, so you know, if if y'all out there feeling that same way, you know, hopefully you have a man. have an alternative to go to next, or you have a idea, or maybe you just want to take some time off and breathe for a minute, figure out you know your next move, wow. and make it when that time that's, is right. That's exactly what I want to do. <clears throat> You know, I've been like kind of struggling with this 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 past week. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been like I said earlier, it's been an okay week just besides that moment. Mm-hmm. But I came across another job that I wanted to apply for. Mm-hmm. Now, I know this job, the current job I'm at, I got great pay, good benefits. If if I retire there, mm-hmm. I know I'm gonna get a a good uh you know, retirement package or whatever the hell they want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but the thing is, let's just say I jump to another job now and that job's not like guaranteed to, to stay. I know I'm not going to get the same pay. So I'm going to be taking a big bump down, but I would be working like somewhat in the music industry type deal. If you want to call it that, I'd be working with music which is what I love to do, or I love music. I don't think I'd get the same type of benefits or that type of thing. So it's like a a struggle trying to figure out which one do I want to do. And then I just told my wife like some time ago, I was like, what if I just take a year off Mm -hmm. and just do my own thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I don't know. It's just like that struggle right there. I know that I know that I know that you have freelance opportunities that are out there. And I think, you know, as as you promote those opportunities more, you probably you would. I mean, I think you would be you'd be extremely successful in that, even though freelancing does have, you know, 
benefits on the backside, uh, you know, like uh, yeah. like a regular everyday job does. But yeah, I mean, this never is never any guarantee. This is what's crazy, man. Like, if you think about it like this, like, like, ah, oh, this is this is a this is a tough question to ask, and I've asked my myself this question before. You know, I, I'm sure you've asked yourself this question: Is your happiness worth what you're getting paid? Your your happiness and overall well being, or would it be better off if you took a little cut? eventually built it back to where you you know maybe where you are right now i don't know uh and then um but overall you know you'd be happier every day when you wake up walk out the door come back home um you know your drive to and from work would be different um you know just overall like just and really it even comes back to like you know family interaction because i'm not i mean obviously i don't i don't think that uh you know this happens with you uh because just because i see you know how you and your kids interact uh, but uh, and wife interact, but you know there's some people out there who, you know they, the work is so stressful, it's so hard that it's hard for them to come home and turn that off because yeah. it is uh, you know it's it's such a burden on them. Um, so man, I don't know, man. I, I'll tell you this. As we've already as we've already as we've already uh, you know uh, uh, talked about on the show, I was. I was basically forced to change careers, you know, in moving here. Um, and mm-hmm. really, like, the career I was in before, you know, working in restaurants, it's not amazing. Even though I was at a really good place, I had really good benefits, you know, especially restaurants don't do that. It had, like, corporate, you know, environment benefits there uh, as far as insurance right. and 401k and all this other stuff. Uh, you know, I was making really good money, um, you know, where I was at, uh, doing well. Uh, but, you know, it's a beatdown. It was... It was an everyday thing that, you know, I don't know. It just wasn't, I felt like I was treading water for so long. And then, you know, after you're doing that for so long, you just feel sort of stuck in some situations. Um, you don't, you don't feel like you could really go and do anything else. There wasn't a lot of upward mobility where I was at. Um, and any job opportunity I looked for, you know, wasn't the right one. Um, at least re- wasn't the right one that I, that I was really thinking of. And then we moved here, um, you know, like I said, forced to do something different, a uh, whole different industry. Uh, and, you know, from the moment I got the current job that I have, I have really enjoyed it. Every day then, uh, initially when I started working there, I mean, I'd have to drive an hour to work, you know, one way, <clears throat> hour and a half home. But, um, but I was always happy to go to and get to work enjoyed while I was there obviously the people the culture in this place was different you know uh, than than what you say you're that they're doing uh, you know at the place where you currently work at but um and it was sort of it was a whole different perspective it was a whole different thing you know it was sort of like new place new year new me type of thing um, and I enjoyed it even though I wasn't making anywhere close to what I made before it was probably half like I probably took a half pay cut uh, to be honest Thankfully, <clears throat> thankfully for me in that situation, me and my family, you know, we were living uh, with my mother-in-law. Um, sadly, you know, I, I, it was not it was not a situation I wanted to put our family in, but right. my wife was going to school. She stopped her full-time job. I changed jobs, making, you know, half the pay I was making at the time. <clears throat> but, you know, but this job has, you know, helped me progress. And, you know, after... 
you know, almost a year, I moved to a different position, got, you know, basically my same salary back that I had before. And then, you know, now I'm, I'm doing even better, uh, you know, a couple years later. So, you know, and I still, I still like the place I work. I still like the people I work with, you know, obviously. Um, so, and, and it's not a career that I thought I would ever be in, you know, either. Uh, it's just a total different place. Yeah. So, I mean, I have to say, you know, and this is not necessarily only a question for you, but really just for all the people out there, like, you know, is your happiness where you, or is your happiness, I mean, is the pay where you are and your whole life situation, obviously family and all, you know, worth your mental well-being slash happiness, or could you, could you, could you find something else that, you know, maybe a little bit of a cut, maybe on the same level, maybe up, who knows, maybe a larger cut. Who yeah. knows? Uh, could you find something else somewhere else that makes you happier on a daily basis? It's a, it's a tough question to ask and answer. It's a super <clears throat> tough, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the only thing, like, let's just say for instance, if, if I was either, if I was child, like no kids, kidless, mm-hmm. And we were still like in an apartment. Mm-hmm. I probably would, I probably would, you know, find something else. No, no hesitation. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but since we have kids in the house, I, you know, yeah. we could probably make it by on just my income. But yeah. if I decide to just say, uh, I'm gonna take a year off, I know for sure we we probably wouldn't uh, be making what nearly what we got now uh, as far yeah. just with my, my wife's income but you know yeah, yeah it's just one of those things I, I, 2019 I'll have to think about it yeah. definitely have to think about it definitely worth a thought we'll and and obviously you know financial planner wise if you if you have somebody that you trust you know financially who could say hey you know if you do this this and this or if you you know use this this and this part of your savings you can you know you can uh, you can last for X amount of months without a job doing your freelance work or whatever while you search for your new job or you know you could be between jobs for this long um, and really mm-hmm. I, I don't know man that's that's that question like you look at that and you see that and you see the numbers and you say hey you know we're gonna be, we're gonna have to be tight for X amount of months you know but we can make it happen mm-hmm. and I can find you know I can find happiness you know at somewhere else um it's the it's tough, man. I, I know you know you. We talk sort of back and forth all the time every week about you know the job situation and yeah, man. Um, I know it's not a easy thing to be in, an easy place to work for. You know, especially at this time of year. Uh, so yeah, man. If you and if all the people out there, the listeners out there, can find some happy, wherever that happy is, whatever that avenue is, hopefully you find that soon. That's what I say. Hopefully you for shizzle, for shizzle. So, yeah. So let's see here. Um, we have a few more, a couple more things to talk about. Uh, you know, we just gonna get into this break right quick, this commercial break, uh, and then we'll come back and uh, yeah, we'll talk about some disrespect uh, on a couple of different levels in society. Mm-hmm. Chicken titty. All right, so welcome back, people. Our commander in Cheeto 
Mr. Mm. Trump. <laughs> Man. Had a little gathering at the White House, uh, you know, uh, on the, I guess this past week on the, the 14th, right? 14th? 13th? Yeah, 14th. yeah. Yeah. This past week. Anyway, so, yeah. He served up some uh, some fast food to our Clemson, well, not our Clemson football team, but the Clemson football team. Um, I, I don't really know how to even start explaining this. Uh, I just see his many, 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 many fast food <laughs> uh, accessories on the table, but uh, fast food items on the table. But yeah, Mr. Mr. Trump. Serves up some fast food to the football team, and uh, yeah, he's he's been the talk of the town on the side of Big Draco. So, uh, what, 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 I, how do we even start talking about this? I don't know. He fast food in the White House on silver platters. Yeah, yeah. This is this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm looking at the table. I'm looking at the table. Mm-hmm. And I see this little silver, this little silver platter of just a, uh, <laughs> of just salad, salad yes, dressing. <laughs> I see a little silver platter of salad dressing, another silver platter Ooh. of croutons. <laughs> wow. Um, well, he, at least is, he's thinking somewhat healthy with the salads. Yeah, somewhat this is, healthy. this is what, so Clemson Tigers, you know, they won the national, the college national football championship, right? And, right. and you know, it's a big deal. Obviously, they beat Alabama, you know, which has been like, you know, pretty much the uh, uh, the dynasty, you know, over the last ten years or so. Um, and they beat them like they destroyed them, like it was it wasn't even close. So you know, every championship team in American sports, uh, you know, gets to go to the White House. That's like a part of. It, it, I mean, it started it started you know I don't know decades ago. Uh, but it's really just like a part of uh, a congratulations thing. It's like a perk for winning. You know, it's supposed to be a treat to go and, hey, meet the president, the president, and and uh, go see the White House. You know, all this other cool stuff you're supposed to be doing, right? So, mm-hmm. obviously, uh, they're the first team to win a championship this year because uh, uh, it happened on, like, the 7th of January. And so, yeah, they, they go there. President Trump's like, hey, guys, uh, since the Democrats won't, uh, you know, let me have this wall. I'm gonna keep the shutdown going, so all the all the regular workers, you know, who would normally be catering this, um, uh, you know, can't work. It, do, it doesn't make sense to me why they couldn't just call. I don't know any of the thousand caterers that are in the Washington D.C. area, but hey, right, I'm sure. I guess that's beside the point, right? So Donald Trump made a mockery of it and said he quote unquote is personally paying for this event, right, oh, uh, to man. be catered by some. Uh, with some of everyone's favorite fast foods, um, you know, and said many, he's quote many, unquote personally paying for the event to be catered with some of everyone's favorite fast foods. Uh, yeah, because the partial government shutdown meant that some of the White House staff who might have handled the catering for this type of event are on furlough because of him. Right? He didn't mention that part, but uh, so yeah. So the team, <laughs> he, he, said, he said, I think we're gonna serve McDonald's, Wendy's, and Burger Kings. Uh, with some pizza, and he said Burger Kings. Mm-hmm. You know how you know how somebody say like, like, uh, like somebody says a word with the S on it, and not supposed to have an S on the end. That's what he did. Yeah, McDonald's's, Wendy's, and Burger Kings's with some pizza. I really mean it. 
it will be interesting. I think that's their favorite food. So we'll see what happens. He thinks he that thinks. that's what football he players' thinks. favorite food is. Not steak, you know. Not chicken. Not not a uh, you know. I don't know. Good high quality food. Yeah. And he said that the he said it's all great American food. And he said if it's American, I like it. It's all American stuff. Um. Yeah, man. It's food, man. So yeah. So he's he's like you know we have hamburgers, we have pizzas, many many fries. <laughs> Mini, mini, mini. We have all of our favorite foods here. Wow. And then he said, what did he say? Let's see. Uh, or do we give you some little quick salads that first lady will make? First lady. That first lady will make along with the second lady. They'll make some salads. And, I, uh, and he said, you guys aren't into salads? Or do I send out for like a thousand hamburgers? Come on, man. Big Macs, quarter pounders with cheese. We have everything that you like. Piled up a mile high. That's what he said. <laughs> I mean, of all the times, of all the times, this is one of those things where like politics need to stay on the side. You know what I'm saying? These kids don't care. They're playing football. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, and then he dips to the back and has a lobster and steak. Oh, you know that's what he did. It's like, I ain't that rubbish. He's like, give me that Australian <laughs> lobster tail. You know, give me that Japanese Kobe richness. beef. I, um... <clears throat> I just think it's ridiculous how he, uh... How he uses, you know, his self-imposed you know, government shutdown, you know, his self-imposed, you know, whiny baby attitude, uh, you know, uh, uh, when it comes to this wall um, in making everything political. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think it's hilarious because, you know, it's when you look at him and we might have said this before, when you look at him, it's like it's like a it's like a kid who's whining, whining and crying and who just yeah. doesn't get what they want until they get what they want. Somebody got to be the parent was, to make that booty. Yeah, I was, I was telling my wife, you know, he's pretty much has us a lot of people held hostage. You know, mm -hmm. it's like you can't get this until I get this. Yeah, you know, yeah. you can't. I'm not opening the government until I get my wall. Mm -hmm. You know, and I yeah. hope he knows a lot of stuff is going to get like cut off. If the government keeps coming, uh, going this route. Yeah, there's a lot of things that's going to get put to a halt or, or come to a slowdown yeah. like uh, food stamps and things for those people that that are on food stamps they can't uh, they can't get any food or anything and yep. of course not to mention all the government workers that are that are out of a job and can't pay for for much of anything uh yeah, yeah they were even saying our our tax returns may not come on time i, I mean they won't get to us I guess in the same kind of timely manner that they used to, even though it, it did take them a while before, but it'll just be a lot longer before we see that, that tax return money. So y'all y'all better um, not be out there trying to get stuff on credit and trying to float it till you get your tax return money. That's all I got to say, man. Yeah. There's, you know, they got, we got, got our people out there up. doing that. We just can't do that, man. Mm -mm. Yep. Can't do that. So... 
It's tough, man. I feel for yeah. those those people that's relying on that check. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. I, I think it's funny. So, this, uh, what is her name? Um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or whatever. The uh, This New York, uh, this New York, uh, what is she, a senator? A representative? Think, uh, yeah. Represent whatever she so, is. Like she did a speech, uh, you know, this week. Um, it's her first ever speech on the House floor, uh, the House Representatives floor. Um, you know, talking about this foolishness, and you know, she said it's it's a shame that you know it's a shame that that you know somebody you know who's just basically crying and waiting to try to get this wall is holding you know eight hundred thousand government workers workers hostage. Mm. Think okay, about cool. that, man think about that you know and it's all because of you know and i don't know it's the erosion of democracy is what she said and basically um you know everybody's life regular life and jobs are stressful enough so why we got to do this you know what i'm saying why, why are you holding these people paychecks hostage when you know it's it's just a bunch of fools i'm gonna tell you this man um traveling to and from las vegas to ces uh i told the um the TSA workers, thank you for being there. You know what I'm saying? Because they're working through this. They ain't got no money. They're not getting paid. You know, for this last couple, last mm-hmm. month and chain. They're not getting paid, you know, because this fool is out here, you know, being a windy baby. But they're still out here protecting us. Still out here, you know, checking bags and checking people, you know, and doing the random, random checks, uh, uh, you know, the random yeah. pat downs. Um, you know, just like they did if they were getting paid. So I told them, I told, you know, all the ones that I came across, thank you. You know, and they were like, man, I really appreciate that. And like, you could, you could see it in their, you could see it in their eyes that they wanted to say something more, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's just a bunch of foolishness, man. So then, you know, for him to do this, it's a, it's a slap in the face of this football team. They thought it was a joke, uh, apparently, um, at first, but, uh, nah. Nah, it, it was it was for real, real, not for play, play. Um, and then another thing that is super disrespectful, um, you know, I saw it just happened yeah. yesterday uh, in D.C. You know, uh, a lot of different tribes were doing a uh, Indigenous Peoples March, um, mm-hmm. uh, 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 or I guess you know, a few different um, Native American tribes were doing an Indigenous Peoples March uh, just to really uh, you know bring awareness to. Uh, a lot of different things on top of their land being taken uh, or other lands, <clears throat> excuse me, being taken, um, you know, from American held, uh, uh, American held territories, etc. Uh, and then these fools from <clears throat> bunch of little, bunch of little punk kids from some Kentucky, like all boys Catholic school showed up in MAGA hats, um, and just to disrupt this thing, you know, just to disrupt the the uh, the uh, peaceful demonstration, um, you know, and it shows this one kid. I, I, let's see here. Michael Hodge. That's his name. Michael Hodge standing. Oh, wait, no. Michael Hodge is not the young man in the video. Maybe I'm wrong. OK, maybe it's a younger kid. It's a different kid. OK, but he looks like this kid named Michael Hodge. Anyway, um, it shows this kid standing like directly in front of the face of this uh, Native American elder who's just playing a drum and singing a song, just standing there doing nothing. But the kid's like smiling in his face, laughing in his face, 
you know, trying to intimidate him while all the rest of these other little punk, you know, teenagers um, are, you know, gathered around, you know, trying to video it for Instagram or whatever. And, um, you know, chanting like, you know, disrespectful stuff at them. It was, I don't know, man. And, and looking at the comments of people reposting this and shout out to one of our followers uh, uh, on Instagram, Big Baba Rob, because uh, that's where I first saw it. Um, and he, mm-hmm. you know, he had several several posts about it, and, and I looked a little deeper off of that. Um, you know, a lot of people are pissed off about it. A lot of people are like, man, somebody just need to smack that kid in his face. You know, or, or other commenters are saying, you know, he's lucky he's doing that in front of these people who are being peaceful, and not not in front of some people who are about that life. Because there are some people about that yeah, life for that real. Kid, that kid, that kid, yeah, and all his the rest jaw would have got down. <clears throat> yeah. So, man. I know you saw it, so man, what are your thoughts, man? What are your thoughts? Uh, I was just—I just thought it was like total disrespect, just insanely disrespectful. Uh, I mean, it was sad to see, but I know there's like a lot. Uh, this probably happens to to many, many. Oh hell, he has to go sound like Trump. Uh, to more Native Americans ac- across the the country who are mm-hmm. who are doing like the same thing. I'm sure there's a lot of kids as well as adults that get in their yeah. face and disrespect them like that. You know, yeah. it, it's sad to see, man. Definitely sad to see. You know, especially well, it wow, especially like in the conditions that a lot of Native Americans live in. Mm-hmm. You know. The reservations really aren't. I mean, it's sad, man. They just they're reduced down to reservations. <laughs> you yeah. know, it it's crazy. Like this was their land, be well before uh, it got colonized. Yeah, man. And, uh, it's just it's very heartbreaking to see stuff like this, especially yeah. kids, man, whose uh, parents should have taught them better. Man, uh, no a home training. That that sh- no home training at all. I, I know the there was a statement from the school saying they condemned every single you know all these actions that these kids were doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's gonna come of the kid. I don't know what's gonna what they're gonna do. I don't even know if they could do anything. Well, it was you know, on it was like on a, a school sponsored field trip, so they can do something. So oh, correct. so they can't. Okay, well they can do something. We'll, I guess we'll just have to see what's gonna happen whenever uh, whenever they get back. Uh, yeah. I, what will that school do? We don't know. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, definitely it was, interested. It's real sad. It was sad, man. Yeah, definitely interested to see what happens. And and it's it's even it's even it's even worse because this one, uh, you know, there's a video of a Native American talking about, you know, hey, yeah, let's really, uh, you know, let's really actually try to make this land great. Let's take care of people. Let's use all this energy, you know, to help the homeless, help feed the hung, you know, help feed the hungry, help people who are in need. Um, you know, instead of, you know, instead of doing what you do and then this one idiot kid on there is like, what are you talking about? Um, you know, we like, you know, you took land from the aboriginals, you know, even though that it's not true. What? Um, yeah, he said aboriginals, by the way. Was that one of the, the kids that said Yeah, that? one of the one of the kids. Yeah, one of the kids in here. I'll, I'll have to tag you in it. Uh, so you can see it. Um, he's like, yeah, what are you talking about? Like, you, take, you took land from the aboriginals. Like, it's just sort of how it works. It's just the way it works. And and the way he says it, 
is like he just heard, I don't know, like some other kids say. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and without any understanding, without reading a history book, without being told the real history, because apparently these children, children, mind you, weren't taught by their parents and obviously not enough, you know, teachers in school so far to know the true actual history and understand that when Christopher Columbus came over, when, you know, Spaniards came over, when, uh, uh, when, when all the Europeans came from England, they came to America, which was not their land, right? They came for a new world. Right. Remember that whole thing? Like that is a thing that they teach us. That that's that's a true factual thing. But the thing that they didn't teach these suckers, you know, is is uh, you know sitting bull. They didn't teach them about the Navajo people who were who were uh, you know stuck in Monument Valley, and they, this was their last stand. They're like, we gonna hold this land. You know, while you guys try to take our land, we're going to hold this land. And obviously, you know, tons of them were slaughtered. Millions of people were slaughtered, pushed oh, out of their man. land. And, you know, we know that, you know, years ago, it was all about world domination for the Romans and, and you know, and, and other people groups, uh, you know, pushing into certain lands and conquering them so they could have more land. We know that that's the way it was. Yeah. But don't yeah. sit up here and tell me that's the way it works in this day and age. Because that's not the, work, the way it worked this day and age. This day and age, we're supposed to know better and be better. You know what I'm saying? We're supposed to be trying to do yes. better. You know? And, and yeah. if we have a bunch of idiot children, you know, I guess this would be sort of under the millennial age range. But maybe it's still in the millennial age range, these high schoolers, um, you know, who are growing up like this, you know, without mm -hmm. real parent supervision, without home training, without respect, you know, for somebody... Somebody like like in this video, this kid is standing in front of this this uh, you know this old uh, Native American guy who's playing the drum. That guy, Nathan Phillips, is his name. He is a mm -hmm. Vietnam War veteran. He fought alongside your dad, Jay, and and our yeah. uncles. You know, in the war. You know what I'm saying? And also probably some of these kids' grandparents. You know what I'm saying? In that war, possibly for America, yeah. which was also you know there's a lot of other stuff we can say about Vietnam War, but. You know, this is a guy who, you know, should command respect, first of all, because he's an old person. Second of all, because he was a war veteran for our rights. You know what I'm saying? For the right mm -hmm. that you get to go in front of this dude and stand and, and lambast him, you know, and try to make fun of him. This man was out here actually, you know, in in the battle. You know what I'm saying? He was out here, yep. you know, on the front lines getting shot at, you know what I'm saying? Trying to come, trying to get back to his family. So it's it, right. Oh, That's right. Man, you know, this struck a chord with me, man. Especially, and then watching one of the videos, I saw this little black kid, or maybe half black kid, in there, yeah, joining along in the fray. And you said you saw another one. Oh yeah. Oh man. Dog, bro. If if that would have been, I know it wouldn't have been me. But if that was me, and my mom saw a video of me in there, if my dad saw a video of me in there, you could probably kiss my life goodbye. I'm telling they you, they would have they would have killed me. They would have literally killed me. For that my, type of stuff. Yeah, um, same. My parents would have saw me. It would have been game over, man. I, I already know that. And and so as soon as I saw that last night, just before uh, we put we put our kids to bed, you know, um, I sat down with them and I showed them those videos. And I was and and I told them the situation. I told them what happened, what was happening in the videos, and they were like, "Why would that? Why would those people do that?" You know. My kids, my kids were like, why would, why would that, those kids act like that 
you know, in front of those people. And thankfully, my kids mm-hmm. seem like they had that perspective. But I told them, I was like, this is why we teach you to respect, you know, everyone, first of all, but your elders. You know, this is why we teach you respect right. of other people. I was like, you know, this kids, you know, if, if we go back in history and I told my kids, I was like the Europeans, the French, the Spanish, whoever came to America, stole the land from these Native Americans. You know, where I went to in Arizona uh, a couple months ago to, to put up, you know, uh, to put up solar panels and, and uh, backup power for these people who don't have lights in America in 2018. Mm-hmm. I was like, the people came and stole their land. That's the land we're living on. And then, oh, by the way, remember, kids, and my kids are mixed, you know, they have black, half white. So, you know, some of this stuff they know and some of this they don't. But then they're also like. 10 and 8 so I don't expect them to notice I was like oh then by the way then all these people you know these Europeans went from America to Africa you know and took black people from Africa and brought them to America and used them as slaves and like the look on my daughter's face when she sort of realized that she was like what you know and I was like yeah this is true this is facts and so for the fact that this kid has this disrespect you know you will not be this kid. And I told him, if I ever see one of you two here in this situation, boy, you bet you better hope I don't find you. It's gonna be over. Mm-hmm. You you will not disrespect people like that. And I think they they figured it out, they acknowledged it, and they're like, nah, we, we wouldn't be in that situation. But I mean, I know, I know there's times where you just sort of do what your friends are doing. But I was like, this is why we tell mm-hmm. you not to just go along with what your friends say and do. Yeah. because you could be put in situations like this and I mean those kids are lucky that there was no violence that occurred you know because yeah. there could have been a lot of violence yesterday yeah. and then and then there would be like this big cry especially from President Cheeto saying oh we need to put up more walls you know what I'm saying around the Native American lands you know like he would say stuff like that so did he, did he even have anything to say about this I haven't seen anything I mean it just happened 24 hours ago so so I haven't seen anything, but yeah. do I expect him to say anything about it? No. You know what I'm saying? No. I don't. No. Wow. Um, unless it's something that's to support those young kids, you know, which were all wearing MAGA hats and MAGA beanies. Idiots. Crazy. Which they probably sad, just bought when sad. they got got to their DC field trip. Um, yeah. You know. Oh. Fifty percent off a MAGA hat. Let's buy one. I'm telling you, man, it just uh, struck a chord, dog. Struck a chord. Level of disrespect, man. So I just ask people out there: teach your kids respect. You know, respect for others, mm-hmm. respect for elders. You don't know what somebody else is doing or has done in their life or is going through. Um, you know, so please right. respect and uh, and yeah, teach them teach them the right way how to treat people and assess every situation and know not to just go along with what their friends do. I gotta say, man, it's crazy. So, wow. All right. Off that, last thing before we get up out of here. We saw a couple of trailers this past week. Um, Spider Man Far From Home trailer and John Wick 3. Mm. Which I know you're Mm. a big, huge fan of John Wick. Um, And I I was Mm -hmm. super excited too about that trailer. So, what are your thoughts on the trailers? You know, Super excited to see the movies. What, what's your thoughts, man? 
uh, I'm I'm super excited to see both uh, John Wick. Of course, I saw that one first. Um, wow, I want to know what Lawrence Fishburne's role is in here. I want to know what Halle Berry's role is in this. I'm just I I just want to see it. I'm ready to see it, man. Uh, I I can't wait. You know, John Wick is like seems like that dude he's that dude with the guns it's oh, like the ultimate yeah. he's the boogeyman that's that's what they call him in, yeah. the, in the movie the boogeyman so yeah I, I, I can't wait I almost want to see a prequel to the first one just to see how he got the name the boogeyman yeah you know yeah I hope that comes but, out um, one day yeah hope that can, and speaking I, of, I would love to see that yeah yeah I'm I'm excited I'm, I'm and, excited to see that and on, and on a on a side note there's a Netflix movie that's coming out uh, I think this coming week mm-hmm. that's kind of sort of similar to John Wick is that right he's kind of yeah he's kind of like a retired uh, hitman or, or something like that uh, and all of a sudden he gets like kind of pushed back into this this life of killing like there's like a whole bunch of other hitmen out to get him mm-hmm. I forgot the name of it I just saw the trailer like a couple weeks ago but yeah, that one looks exciting too. But yeah, John Wick three definitely gotta gotta check that one out. Okay, I gotta see that movie. So if you if you find the name of it, tell me what it is. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, put yeah. it down. I'm gonna watch it, um, so we can talk about it because I want, it sounds really good. Yeah, Polar Polar. That's what it's called. Polar P O L A R. Yeah, he's right. a, the world's top assassin. All right, I'm yeah. a, I'm gonna put that in the queue and I'm gonna check it out as soon as it drops. Um, add to my list uh, okay yeah January 25th so it's coming up in just like five days uh, so yeah John Wick 3 John Wick chapter 3 Parabellum uh, man it looks dope it looks real good Ooh, can't wait for that alright next thing that Spider-Man Far From Home trailer we saw that this week it's not that this movie is going to be coming out in, uh, in uh, July I think it's July 5th so this is after Captain Marvel, which is March. This is after Avengers Endgame, which is April. And we saw Spider-Man, which we know withered away into dust, sadly, after Thanos made the snap around the world um, and, uh, you know, heard around the world. And then uh, and then um, we also saw uh, our boy Nick Fury, who also withered into dust after the snap heard around the world. So, hey, man. You know, this maybe this is answering some questions. Um, you know, these guys made it after you know whatever happened in Endgame, or maybe it asked the question: When was this movie? When, when is what's the timeline of this? Is this right after? Um, you know, is this in that that little time frame before uh, uh, Infinity War? You know, happened? I don't know. It, I don't know. Because the way it's looking, man, it had to be before Infinity War. Yeah, but why would they put it, it out after Endgame? Though? Yeah, you know what I'm because it's, it's like I'm looking at it and I'm trying to think in my head. Okay, well maybe, let's say hypothetically speaking, mm-hmm. that it was after Endgame. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, whatever effects happened in Endgame are like completely reversed and everything's like back to normal. Nobody. Nobody disappeared or has any knowledge of them disappearing mm-hmm. or, or being lost or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then maybe it could work that way. But then I'm looking at the trailer. Everything's so nice and and everybody seems to be just like, hey, 
we're here. You know, nothing's ever happened. Uh, yeah. So then it makes me think that this was the before Infinity War. So I don't know. I mean, you're right. It, it definitely uh, makes you want to ask that question of where was this going on? What time period this took place in? Yeah, man. So, I am. I am. Uh, I'm just. I'm just. I'm just very, very. Uh, you know, interested to to figure out when this was and then a couple other cool things we saw we saw two good villains like two cool villains we saw hydro man which you know you'd only know if you read like a certain version of the Mm spider-man comic so hydro man made of water obviously Mm -hmm. uh uh, and it's funny uh he's known for traveling to attack his victims through the toilet so yeah next time you sit on the toilet watch out for a dude reaching up to grab your johnson (laughs) could just be a bidet uh, it could be a bidet, man. He'd be coming up there and, uh, you know, uh, uh, wiping his finger back and forth on some certain things that, you know, need to get tickled. Uh, and you'd be like, oh, what's that? Oh, it's okay. Hydra Man. Hey, Hydra well, Man. All right. Hydra yeah. Man's like, I'm here yeah. to attack you. Yeah, that Would took you? a twist. But, uh, <laughs> anyway. yeah. Uh, yes. And then and then Mysterio. I'm sorry. I said, just, it just popped in my head. But then Mysterio, which is a dope character. Yeah. And you know what's cool, man? I look back at my son's. What is it? Fifth or sixth birthday? Seventh birthday? I can't remember what birthday party it was. When he had the Avengers Tower cake that my sister from Sweet November Desserts made down in H-Town. Call mm-hmm. him up. Get yourself a cake um, or some cookies. And you were there doing caricatures. And you did my son a caricature of Mysterio. Oh, that's right, huh? Yeah. I, can't, I almost forgot about that. Because we saw that character. We saw that character in... Um, Disney Infinity uh, 2.0, and they had the Marvel superheroes, and Mysterio was Spider-Man's, uh, 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 you know, villain in there. So yeah, so my son loved that character. You know, you did his, you did his uh, caricature with Mysterio, and then we saw this, and my son was like, "Oh yeah, that's what, that's what, uh, you know, that's the the uh, the thing that Cousin Leron did for me." So I was like, "Yep, sure is." Mysterio, very cool. <laughs> Sweet. What do you think about Jake Gyllenhaal playing Mysterio, man? I'm surprised it took him this long to step his foot into like a super, uh, kind of like a comic book role. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause I always thought he was, I mean, he was, I always thought he would have been like in a comic book movie or something soon, soon enough. I mean, he probably, well, I'm not going to say he probably could have been Spider-Man long, long ago, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, after Donnie Darko, he kind of, I'm trying to think about what else he did. He did uh, yeah. uh, what was that military movie? Uh, Jarheads, and and then he did like some other little, not really big budget movies, but yeah, they were more like independent type yeah. films, from what I remember. Yeah, but yeah, I'm glad he's he's got some. I think he's a pretty good actor, so we'll see mm-hmm. what he does with it. And of course, Marvel they they'll they'll get him ready for this role if he's not ready so yeah 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 yeah, man i i'm 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 excited i think i think it'll be good like you said you know maybe he could have been spider-man back in the day maybe he could have done uh you know some other characters back in the day um uh, you know a little bit further back um and we could have seen him in a different light but uh nah man i'm i'm excited i overall super excited to see both of these movies um yeah, man, can't wait, can't wait to see them. Uh, you know, they should, they should both be good. They both look really good so far. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so 
what do you people know? Uh, you know, what are, what are your what are your thoughts on that? Um, and yeah, and and I guess if we ain't got nothing else, now's that time where JQ's the music, and we try to get up out of here, uh, you know, in a timely manner. Uh, uh, and yeah, we talk about tapping that love box. Now with your hydro band, so. If you were a grown man and you would have no remorse or feel guilty about knocking out each and every one of those young teenage boys who yeah. were disrespecting that that Native American elder, happy love box. Man, I'm telling you, man, straight up, I'm tapping that. Um, tapping his chin, double tapping his chin. Straight up, man. I've been in, I've been in, I've been boxing for the last month and change, dog. So I got I got my I got my paws ready. Getting that one, two, three, four. Then that six and seven upside <laughs> the head. Dog, I'm ready. So, um, getting that, I'll, give, I'll give him like a three, six piece. Like, you don't want that. Um, so, if, uh, you know, if you are one of those dudes that's out there, uh, you know, trying to, trying to slide into Mackenzie Bezos' DMs after she and Jeff Bezos filed for divorce, she worth like I don't know 70 million 70 billion dollars tap that little box slide into the DMs get you a piece of the billion I'm, I'm sliding into them DMs then somebody gonna end up sliding her a couple babies man just need slide one little drop of sperm in there and I'm set for life that's all you need to do man or maybe not that's all you need to do get that pride Actually, I don't think that would work because I'd probably just be dropping sperm off and then she'll be like, bye. Yeah. I'll take the baby. Nah. And I'm assed out with nothing. There's definitely, there's definitely the love contract when you're going to hit up, when you're hitting up that girl. <laughs> we got contract? Oh, well. Jeff, Jeff Bezos messed up because apparently there's some like, uh, there's some like, you know, mysterious potential pregnancy with his, with his, uh, But yeah, man, you know, remember back in the day when Dave Chappelle had the love contract? Chappelle show. Mm-hmm. There would definitely have to be a love contract in that situation. You know, there'd have to be some stuff in writing. You know, if some, if some kids get dropped off in you and there's a kid that comes up on that pregnancy test, then, uh, you know, there, there has to be some stuff written in the contract that sorts that part out. I don't know. Gotta be. Gotta be. Anyway, um, tap your love box if you don't have enough time to, uh, you know, play eight to two hundred hours of a video game. But you definitely watch somebody on YouTube speed run that same video game in like an hour. Because uh, I would definitely love, I, I love watching people do speed runs, like people doing like playing Super Metro and Metro beating in an hour. What game was this? Any game. What so game there was a. Any game? I, I just said Super Metroid, but I, but but any game. Oh. So uh, what is it? Um, I guess uh, what is it? This weekend uh, in some DC hotel, um, there was uh, there's basically a speed running convention. Um, so mm-hmm. so there's like some Twitch channel called GDQ, um, and uh, and you could watch uh, uh, you know you could watch uh, people go through and speed run the Legend of Zelda uh, 
happened this past weekend. Right. Um, you know, a, a lot of these, a lot of these games that take like you know 20 hours or 50 hours or maybe even 100 hours or more. Right. Uh, you know, they have these people. You know, the, these gamers who are who are specifically skilled, specially skilled at speed running a game, which basically means yeah. you know going through hitting every check mark. You know that you have to do to 100% complete a game. You know within a very short right. amount of time. Dude, there was one guy that beat uh, Super Mario Brothers in like four minutes and something. I was like, what? Serious? Four minutes wow. and fifty-five seconds. That's what it is. So did he the first Super Mario? Did, did he like? Did he like? Maybe he played through the first level, got to the second level, teleported to like the, the last level or whatever. Yeah, that, that, that's what he. That's what he was done. He did. Uh, you know, he. I think he went to f- from the first level. He went straight to four, then eight, then. Yeah, so that's what he did. So, uh, yeah, he he smashed. And there's multiple people that that did that that beat it in under five minutes. Wow! But I've yeah. never even beaten it. I can always get to that last level and I always mess up my jump what? and lose all what? my guys. The first Super Mario? Oh man, the first Super Mario. You never beat it yet. I don't think I ever beat it because I think I, I played it, played it, played it so much, and then I just stopped playing it and went on to something else. But I can still go back. I have oh, it. I have it on my Raspberry Pi. On my, oh, I have it on my Soldier game. You got it on your Soldier, your Soldier console. My, my Soldier console. I just need to go back and do <laughs> I wonder if it's just like a little, a little Soldier Boy instead of Mario. Just a little, <laughs> a little uh, 8-bit Soldier Boy character running Man. across the screen. That would be hilarious. That would be amazing. Tap your love box. He could have did that. Tap your love box if you want to see Soldier Boy replaced with replace Super Mario in like every Mario game there is, <laughs> or like any other game, like Soldier Boy instead of Samus and Metroid. You know, mm-hmm. Soldier Boy instead of Link uh, in Legend of Zelda. There you go. <laughs> Soldier Boy instead of Arthur Morgan in Red Dead Redemption Two. Can you just imagine Soldier oh, Boy man. back in the Wild Wild West with the Draco and the 30 clip? Bro. Could have got they they gonna have to do a new uh, uh Grand Theft Auto Soldier Boy edition. Man. It's okay. gonna be worth it. I swear it's gonna be worth it. Grand Theft Auto Soldier Boy Edition. That's hilarious. Okay, so in Player Unknown Battlegrounds, you could change your character, you know, to black, white. Asian, you know, Hispanic, whatever, uh, man, woman. So I'm gonna see if I could. I'm gonna see if I can edit my character to be Soldier Boy, uh, or as close to Soldier Boy as with, possible. With the Gucci head, man. Yeah. If I, if I, I know that there's different hats that you can wear. I'm gonna see if I can find a Gucci headband um, for. <laughs> that's, that's gonna be dope. Wow. If I, if I do it, I'll take a picture and I'll see it. Man. Young Draco. Yeah, but GDQ, Games Done Quick. That's what that means. Yeah, check them out. Anyway. Wow. All right. Tap your love well. if you'd rather have, if you'd rather have, you know, a Big Mac, you know, for your celebration dinner over a nice lobster tail and some steak. Yeah. What about, what about no, hell no. <laughs> no. That's alright. 
you can keep that in and out trash. Sorry, in and out, but yeah. Tap your love box if you did the 10 year challenge and 2009 you was broke and 2019 you still broke. Oof. Hashtag 10 year challenge. That's rough. That's rough. That's rough. Tap your love box if you did the 10 year challenge and you look like you haven't aged a day. Cause there's some people who've done that challenge and when I look at them they look the same or they look better Angela Bassett going on the 20 year challenge yeah. he still looked the same Elise, probably even better Elise Neal is one of them too Elise Neal who is it? Maya Maya's done a 10 year challenge and she Maya. still looks the same yeah she still actually looks better that way who is this girl who liked one of our pictures she's an actress Alicia Oaks She's in Ballers. She did her 10 year challenge. Oh, really? She looks, she looks, she liked our latest, our latest uh, post. She looks, yeah, looks like better, better with age. So, hey, tap your love box, peeps. Tap your love box. Man, let's see here. Tap your love box if you cannot wait to see that new movie by Jordan Peele, Us. Terrified, yeah. but I'm excited at the same time. I'm, I'm gonna go see it. I, I gotta see this. And suppose it, they're thinking it may be like in the same universe as uh, Get Out. So maybe yeah. he's creating his own like horror universe. Ooh, that'd be cool. cool. That'd be cool. That would be very cool. Man, that's dope. Can't wait to see it. Wow. Tap your love box if you are inside binge watching. Punisher this weekend, or hell, any uh, any Netflix or streaming, yes, video or movie. Yes, indeed. I'll at least be watching the last couple episodes of The Punisher so I can get ready for the new one. Man. Yeah. Tap your love box if you can't figure out how a man sexually assaulted a woman on a plane while he sat next to his wife. Houseway. Wow. wow. You know, man, it's weird. I, I, I think about it now that you said that. Did you ever like had to pass, like in close close quarters? Like, let's say you're you're going down a, uh, or you're walking in a hallway or some kind of narrow corridor, or maybe just like walkway. Like you're walking in the theater and you got to turn sideways. You kind of like sidestep across people. Mm-hmm. What if, have you ever like? Brushed your crotch up against a woman's butt, like doing that. Just oh, yeah. any. Yeah. Is that considered like sexual assault? Maybe that's what she thinks. It it's is. not unless you're hard. <laughs> but, but I don't what know. If, what <laughs> or, if you? Or it's not. If you're just packing, man. It's, it's not. If it's well, just there. It's not unless you thrust, right? You can't tuck it back. I mean, you know, if you if you do a hip thrust as you're passing by. Maybe that's considered sexual assault. I think it would be considered incidental contact otherwise. Regardless if you pack it or not, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. Okay. No, but in this situation, <laughs> this situation, it was a late night flight. Um, this lady, you know, had fallen asleep and like rested her head on the window. She was startled awake 
you know, as they, they, I guess they landed in, in Detroit by this time. She was startled awake by the man in the middle seat next to her. His hand was down her unbuttoned pants and her shirt was undone. The 22-year-old woman got up and fled to the black back of the plane to alert the flight attendants. But first she had to get past two obstacles. The man, whose name is Parabu, and he was in the middle seat and his wife was, who was on the aisle seat. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So yeah, so a federal jury convicted him of uh, sexual assault uh, on the well, airline. So what is and, he, uh, he's he a, got a spend due time or something? Well, he's an Indian national in the United States work on a work visa. So he faces up to life in prison because he's on a work visa. What? And Word. he will be deported after serving his sentence. So maybe, maybe, ah. maybe he's going to get life in prison in India. Wow, that, that sounds wow. That's messed up, man. Yeah. I. Uh, All right. For, for, at first he All said, right. at first he said he told he, at first he told investigators he'd taken a pill and fallen into a deep sleep. He said he hadn't done anything besides learning learning from his wife that the woman who was not named in the complaint was sleeping on his knees. He and his wife later acknowledged the pill was plain Tylenol and gave conflicting reports of what happened. His wife told investigators that she asked to switch seats because of the woman falling asleep, but the attendants, the, the uh, flight attendant told authorities no one had asked to switch seats other than the victim. The wife was also not named. So the wife was trying to cover up. The guy said, the guy said, the guy told FBI he might have unhooked the woman's bra and then unzipped her pants he said he tried to put his finger inside the woman but he told investigators he was unsuccessful wow. okay well that's that's different <laughs> what I was thinking the prosecution wow. well. presented some evidence that the man penetrated the woman with his fingers he could not be reached for comment mm. of course mm. 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 Uh, He said, he said, okay, and this was crazy. So the man's the, the man who did it, Parabji or whatever his name is, um, his attorney said that his client's understanding of the legal process in America was based on Indian law. He believed anything he told police was inadmissible in court. <laughs> really? Wait, what? really? Like he could just say stuff? He could just lie and be alright with it? And he believed he would be tortured unless he gave incriminating statements. See here, yeah. Just like I didn't know I couldn't do that, officer. It's not clear if he'll appeal the conviction, but um, the FBI, which investigates crime on aircraft, has said the sexual assault in the air has increased in recent years. There are 63 reports of sexual assault on flights in the last year. Um, uh, and uh, let's see here. Uh, what is it? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Say hit the call button, notify the flight crew immediately if you ever feel anything wrong. But I'm gonna tell you what, man. Nah, dog, you can't come to America and just think that you just be just just do by like your old country's law. It's a whole different country. Mm-hmm. Whole different country. Yep. Yeah. So, 
tried to tap the love box and he was found out. Now he'll spend his life in prison thinking about it. <sighs> well, somebody's gonna be putting their finger in you now. Boom. Ooh. Pudding pop. Somebody getting their pudding pop. Ugh. Wow. Yuck. Yuck. Is Indian pudding different than I'm just I don't know, Mike. Maybe full of like tiki masala. Oh man. It tastes, it tastes like Rogan Josh. Oh. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. There's a That's whole lot funny. of curry going on. <laughs> Some whole lot of curry, making a whole lot of curry down there. Oh, oh it's just it's too many thoughts. All right, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done too. That was that was nasty. Man, why don't you tell the people All to right. get their pudding popped? All right, people, if you want to get your pudding popped, contact us at the hashtag. Blackout Podcast. Hashtag blackoutpod at gmail.com. Hit us up Twitter, Instagram, hashtag blackoutpod. Mm-hmm. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, Anchor, Spreaker, YouTube. You can listen to us on any one of those platforms. Give us a call, 3853 BLAKPC. It's 3853252572. If you need to cook out for Super Bowl Sunday, you already know where to hit up your. Uh, you already know where to go to get some good seasoning, some mm. good spice, some good rub. Hit up that uh, that that Etsy page, Hooks Rubs, Hooks Rubs and Spices. Get yourself some bottles. Get your cookout on Super Bowl Sunday. You know all that good stuff. Then uh, you can hit up BossBoxes.shop. Hit up uh, Blackout 10 in the checkout to get yourself 10% off a Boss Box subscription where you get some gaming accessories, some, some food items, some energy drinks to keep you up playing that new Soldier Boy, Soldier console. You can play Super Draco Brothers and Super Super Drake Troid. <laughs> Super Draco, Super Draco Troid. Uh, Dracovania the legend the Dracovania the legend of Draco uh, Super Drake Brothers Super, wait, Super Smash Brothers wait, wait. I don't know the, the Draco bling bling blah 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 brothers uh, the last of Draco what else what else Draco man um, what else uh, Draco Grand Combat. Theft Draco Draco Combat, Super Draco Fighters. <laughs> what else? What what else they got? They got uh Final Final Fantasy of the Draco 7. <laughs> Draco Toads. Teenage Mutant Ninja Teenage Dracos. Dra- <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Draco. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Dracos. <laughs> Capcom X-Men versus Draco. Uh, oh man. Pokey Draco. Red Red Draco Redemption. Oh man. 
Draco Fox. Draco Raiders. Draco Guided. Go get you that Drake. Draco Guided. Draco Guided 1, 2, and 3. Oh, Super man. Draco Guided. Super Draco Guided. What else? What else? Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Call, of, keep call going. of Draco. Call of Draco Modern Warfare. <laughs> Resident Draco. Oh. Draco the Hedgehog. Draco's Punch Out. <laughs> Draco Hawk Pro Skater. Draco Man. The Draco Paperboy. Draco Paperboy. Draco's Adventures. Oh, man. Oh, no. Draco Bowl. Look at Draco, Draco Bowl. Kid Draco. Oh, man. 2K Draco. 19. <laughs> We're going to do the double, Dra- double Draco. The double Draco. NB brothers. Draco. <laughs> double Draco, bro. NB Draco Jam. Fort Draco, uh, Fortnite Draco, <laughs> Mir- Mirror's Edge, the Double Draco edition, <laughs> Draco's Creed, <laughs> the Draco Raider. Oh, oh. Uh, Silent Draco Hill. God of Draco or Draco of War. Oh no. <laughs> Draco. Draco Unknown Battleground. <laughs> Draco, the Master Chief Collection. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Uh, Draco the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh. Spyro the Draco. We're gonna have a RPG Draco game. Oh man, Draco Hearts. James Bond, Draco Eye. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Draco. <laughs> Draco Stein. Pack Draco. Gala Draco. <laughs> Sinta Draco. <laughs> Esther Draco. <Super> Dra- <laughs> Super Draco Kart. <laughs> Flints versus Dracos. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Metal Gear Draco 3. Snake Eater. Gotta go into Draco Lands. Left for Draco. Fallout, Draco. Turok, Draco Hunter. <laughs> oh man. Destiny Draco. There's there's so much. There's so many. So Draco games. There's so many Draco games Gran right. Turismo Jacob Draco <laughs> <laughs> Half-Life Draco 2 
Sly, Co- <laughs> Sly Cooper and the Draco Raccoonus. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Earthworm Draco! <laughs> yes! Earthworm Draco! <laughs> Parappa the Draco <laughs> Ratchet and Draco Draco and Clank Draco and Clank Oh no Oh no Draco Draco Bandicoot <laughs> Oh no Oh no so yeah, Super Draco Odyssey Super Draco Odyssey Oh, oh. Y'all don't even know, man. I want to see all these games happen. You get a Draco Lego edition. Oh, no. <laughs> the Draco movie is coming out. Oh, man. I just... Man, what if... <laughs> what if... Draco in Home Alone 2. Draco alone. <laughs> Draco alone. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I'm telling you, man. There's so many. Oh, I can't even. Donkey Draco. Draco Kong. <laughs> Draco Kong 64. <laughs> <laughs> oh man this could just be a whole episode just talking just making up Draco names Draco games making up Draco oh super Draco all stars oh dang. <laughs> did you say Draco Kong country I did say Draco well I said Draco Kong uh, 64, but you got Draco Kong Country. That's funny. <laughs> uh, uh, Super Draco World. Avoid the Draco. Avoid the Noid. Draco Icarus. <laughs> uh, Draco Netta. <laughs> he ain't gonna have his own Nintendo magazine called Draco Power. <laughs> all the games.